Welcome to Rookie Designer. My name is Jake Van Ness, and I'm here with my co-host, Carl. And today we're going to talk about something that we've both been involved with, and that's BNI. BNI is actually Business Networking International. Now, what that is, is it's a group that meets on a weekly basis, and it's all about referrals. So, I actually belong to one in upstate New York called Pathfinders. We're in the Queensbury, Glens Falls area. We currently have about 20 members. We, we've gotten up to as high as 30, and uh, it, it fluctuates in there. So, first of all, welcome back, Carl. How you doing? Hey, it's good to be back. It's been way too long, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it has. But we're back in the saddle and uh, glad to share our uh, knowledge with you guys. Um, as far as being I goes, I've just joined the group called Suburban Success. We are out of Wakefield, Massachusetts. Our group is going to be 22 members as of ne next week. Uh, I joined when they had a big push uh, to gain new members and they got six in that time. So I joined on as a graphic designer. Very cool, very cool. What, do you remember what they call that big push? No, uh, there was a drive that was actually um, launched back in April, I believe. Uh, I don't remember the name, but next week we're going to be having a, a push for bringing in financial people. So they run okay. these cycles every now and then. Okay, so let, let me explain that a little bit. And part of this is... Carl just joined his BNI group. I've actually been in my BNI group for a couple of years now. Um, I've taken on the education coordinator position, which basically you do some type of educational thing each week. And then I actually took over the vice president position, which is responsible for a lot of the paperwork, a lot of the tallying of referrals and, and keeping track of things. So let me share with you what we typically find that – we have what we call visitor's day. That's a more general situation where we're trying to get anybody to come visit that doesn't already have a position. That's the one thing that we will share about BNI is like Carl joined his group as a graphic designer. If I wanted to say I moved to the same area as Carl and I wanted to join his group, technically I would not be able to because he holds that graphic designer seat already. That's one of the things that's really nice about BNI is the fact that once you join a group and you take that seat, you lock out your competition. So you become the only graphic designer in that group. Now, somebody could come in as a web designer. Somebody could come in as a print reseller. But you hold the seat as a graphic designer. There are some positions like lawyers, real estate, things like that that could have subcategories. But we're not really going to get into that too much today. So again, Visitor's Day is typically you try to get as many people there as possible for positions that are open in the group. Then there's also what they call a stack day. And a stack day is actually something where you try to get as many people for a single or two different positions. So for example, we just tried to have a stack day recently to get as many bankers as we could to come to the group. So we reached out to several of the local banks and said, hey, you know, we have... A position for a commercial banker open and we'd like you to come visit our group learn more about our group and see if it's something you're interested in and the idea of the stack day is it's kind of puts a little more pressure on the people that visit to say oh wow there's these other people here that are interested in the position as well maybe i really should sign up right away um, we had good results with that we had a couple bankers come in and we did have somebody sign up 
And again, the visitor's day is more general, and that's to get a bigger picture of who's out there that may be interested. So those are the two different types of things that can happen when you're trying to draw members in. Of course, there's always an, a visitor that could come any time that you have a meeting, and that that's something to kind of do on your own as, as a single person. You would say, okay, even if it's a client of yours or it's somebody you work with, say, hey, you know, come visit this group. And I like the approach of not having a lot of pressure. Don't say, hey, you have to join. It's, hey, come and find out what we're about. See if it's something you're interested in. Is that kind of how you got approached for the group? Yeah, actually, I had a great friend uh, approach me. He's in the tech sac sector, and he knew that I was considering BNI a couple years ago. And uh, he thought that now was the time that they could use a graphic designer. It had been a year and a half, two years since the last designer had previously moved on from the group. So I, I now have a lot of flexibility in my job, so I, I chose to go in and just see what it's like. Now, when you attend as a visitor, it's it's free to attend and to get familiar with the meetings. So I observed, I watched the dynamics of the group. I saw how organized the whole process is and how the meetings were very consistent with uh, participation. So at that point, I made the decision to invest in joining BNI, as did four other people with our visitors day. And uh, we've been doing great since. Um, it's good for any sort of graphic designer who is just trying to get more people to come and uh, approach them for stuff like business cards, logos. I've already found some success with uh, my group. Yeah, I think that's when I joined several years ago. I had just started my business. I, I was on my own. I kind of worked a lot of my business was freelance work online with online sites and going that route, I wasn't doing a whole lot of local business work. And then I realized that I was becoming a shut-in in some ways because I was doing so much work online. So I wanted to find a group that I could join that would help expand my name, my business locally. And I had been working with a sign guy for a little while and he kind of told me about it. I got approached by several other people in the group at the same time. And I, I had gone and visited a couple times before and was like, ah, you know, there's a, there is an expense involved. It, it's not a little expense, but part of that is that expense is to motivate you to be there every week and to really put the effort in. So I was kind of like, ah, I don't know if I really have the money for it right now. And eventually I said, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to see what happens. I'll do it for a while. If it doesn't work, then I, I've tried at least. So I joined and I used to have, I would say about a 90% online, 10% local business setup. Once I joined BNI and I was part of Pathfinders for about a year, that completely flipped. I, I became much more locally involved with businesses. They helped me get to know a lot more local businesses. And I started doing 90% local and 10% online. And, and it was really interesting to see how that all flipped on its head and, and how it helped my business. So I'm a big proponent of telling designers, web designers, um, print resellers, anybody in the creative field, even photographers, because we've, we've been trying to get a photographer for a while. It's a great way if you're a new business or you've moved into an area and you're new to the area to really get a connection to local business owners. 
And I think that's the thing that really worked for me. And I know you're finding the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been a member of my group for about three months and I've already covered my investment. I have five active projects within the group, but I also now have my first uh, second tier referral, which is someone from within the group recommending me to someone outside the group. And that only grows. Uh, that grows with time and that grows with people being able to learn about your business and to actively promote it as you do their business as well. And, and I think one of the things that we haven't touched on yet is what the whole motto of BNI is. The whole motto of BNI is giver's gain. And what that really means is if I give referrals, referrals will come back to me. It's not a selfish endeavor. It, it's it's more of a selfless endeavor because you don't go into BNI expecting business. Now, we all want it. That's obviously why we join a, a networking group. But the idea of BNI is not to go into the group and expect to get business without helping those people there already. And I think that's the thing that was interesting for me is that it, it took me a little while to get referrals again, because I was not very active in the local business community. I needed to, to get the help from them so that I could start referring people. And it was really interesting how that all worked. Um, so again, it's a giver's gain mentality where if you help people out, it will return. And, and it has, it definitely has. Um, I've had some of my biggest project, if not the biggest project I've done in my career, given to me because of BNI. What was interesting, too, is it's not just the group that you're in. BNI is a huge international organization. And I have had people reach out to me from New York City. I've had people reach out to me from Pennsylvania and a bunch of other places that are BNI members who actually do a search on the BNI Connect website to find out about other designers. And there's a whole referral and testimonial thing you can do online. There's a whole almost social aspect to the, the stuff online. But we'll go into that at another point. But what I think we really want to focus on today a little bit is to talk about what is the 60-second. So, Carl, why don't you explain to people what the 60-second is when it comes to BNI? The 60-second is a weekly pitch that everyone participates in within the group. It's your elevator speech. It's your uh, toe dip in for the other participants to understand what, what aspect of your business you want to grow for that week and who your perfect referral is. So it usually is an introduction, and then you describe a situation, and then you say, here's the referral that I'd like for this week. And the, the big thing to do is to make sure that you ask for that referral at the conclusion of it. So the 60 second is one of the integral parts of a BNI meeting. And I think it comes from networking in general. I mean, networking, one of the biggest things they talk about is the elevator speech. The 60-second is basically that elevator speech. And what BNI does is it, it allows you to practice that every week. And they recommend that you have three to five of them that you write down and that you try to, to, to go over it rather regularly so that you get used to that. So if you run into a new business person, you can automatically spout that off and give them an idea of what your business is in 60 seconds or less. Because as they talk about with the elevator speech, you've only got a few floors to make that person in that elevator understand what you do for business and why they should work with you. 
So we're going to do something right now, and I, I've been doing this for a couple years now. I bury mine quite a bit. Um, one of the things that I always get in trouble with, and I'm going to be completely honest about this, is I don't tend to get specific with the referrals I'm asking for. So I'll talk about one that I actually did last week and why that worked. But, Carl, why don't you go ahead and give people what your 60-second is so that they can hear an example of it. Sure, absolutely. I will uh, reach back a month ago to kind of describe one situation that I had. So here goes. Hi, my name is Carl Grabacus. I run Holy Carp Graphic Design. I am your graphic designer and visual design mentor. And I'm here to talk to you today about the people that buy uh, design on Fiverr.com. Now I had a client come to me this week who bought a logo on Fiverr.com and it looked nice, but they only received a picture of the logo. So when they wanted to make a giant poster out of this, they were working with a graphic that was only unique, able to work on a website. So when they came to me, they said, why won't this work? And I said, well, you need a vector illustration. So. I can do this right for you. You've got an idea and a concept from Fiverr. That's about all you'll get. So what I'll do is I'll create a vector graphic that you can use across all media, including engravings, uh, etching on your glasses, which was the type of business this was for, and uh, online and in your uh, profiles. So the best uh, referral for me is the people that have uh, gone to the wrong places for their graphic design and have need to do it right the second time. So again, recommend me, Kyle Gravakis, Holy Carp Graphic Design. All right, and that's good. It's, it's short, it's to the point, it explains what you do, and one of the things is you kind of tell a story too, which is good because that really helps people relate to what you do and what your 60-second is. So here I go with mine. Good morning. My name is Jake Van Ness from Graphic Precision. Graphic Precision is about providing design solutions to your business. It comes from everything to do with logos, business cards, other business marketing collateral. And the best part is that I don't just design something for you, hand it back to you, and then walk away. I can provide a design all the way from the beginning of coming up with an idea with you, coming up with a name for your business, things like that all the way through to handing you that printed business card. So not only do I offer the design, but I offer the, offer the end solution as well. So my business is all about providing the whole picture. I can help you with your branding, I can help you with your marketing collateral, and I can help your business stand out by providing unique, eye-catching design that are great solutions. So again, my name is Jake Van Ness from Graphic Precision. Now, part of what I didn't do with mine is I didn't ask for a specific referral. And the reason for that is I'm not going to ask for a specific referral on here because people are going to have no idea who I'm talking about. But what I did last week is I did ask for a specific referral. And so at the end of my 60 second, at about 45 seconds, I said, you know, same thing you did. Who am I looking for as a referral? The company that I was actually looking for, and the reason I'm going to share this is this company does something really awesome. If you get a chance, you got to look it up. It's Adirondack Safari Company. And I found out about these guys because they joined the uh, local chamber and they happen to pop up on the chamber's Facebook page as a new member. And what it is is they will actually take a whole really nice tent setup 
and set it up at a campsite for you. And then you come in, stay the weekend, they come in and then clean it up and basically take the whole thing down. Now, we have Lake George here where I live, beautiful lake. Actually, I think it was named the uh, most beautiful lake in the country this year. And there's a bunch of islands on there. So one of the things they will do is they will go and set up this whole campsite for you on the island so that all you have to do is go in, stay the weekend, and then go back out. So it's a really neat company, and I, I wanted the opportunity to work with these guys because I love the outdoors. I love Adirondacks. I love hiking, fishing, camping. And so I asked for that specific referral. And then a couple days after our meeting, actually I think it was yesterday, um, our meetings are on Thursday. So I, I got a text from one of the people in our group who had the name, the number, and had already said that I would call them so that I could call Adirondack Safari Company. So it's kind of neat how that asking for something specific really can work real well. I mean, do you have an example of, of how that's worked for you? Sure, absolutely. Uh, one week I was uh, promoting trade show graphics and uh, people came to me afterwards and they said, oh, I know a, a farm that runs an event at, in the, at the end of summer. Uh, I'd love to get them into contact with you. Another person, uh, my first second tier referral, um, I was talking about social media advertising and the guy that referred me to another friend uh, was looking for a full-blown website since you know the assumption is as a graphic designer we're multi <laughs> multiple uh skilled so yes. that and that also reminds me of how valuable the referral is i spoke to the guy it was not even a hard pitch the word of my uh friend was enough to get to land me the project well and i think that's one of the things that they talk about in bni is it, there's a difference between BNI and a lot of other networking groups. BNI is not about leads. It's about referrals. And the real difference between leads and referrals is the fact that a lead is, hey, you know, I saw somebody had a really crappy business card, so here's the business card. Maybe you should give them a call. That person hasn't made any type of introduction to the person with the crappy business card. And they may not even know that person well enough to, to give you that quote-unquote referral. It's a lead. The referral, and one of the things we like to do as our group, is we actually like to do more than just a warm introduction. Like, hey, you know, I, I've got this person who would be interested in talking to you. I know you've talked about getting new business cards. i got a designer that would be really good for you to talk to. We actually go the next step above that in some cases where we will actually go and see that person together. So, for example, we have a credit, process, credit card processing individual in our group, and he obviously deals with a lot of restaurants. He deals with a lot of retail, things like that. He and I will actually go out and, I guess, kind of cold call because he'll go into some of his clients and be like, hey, you know, just want to see how things are going. And Oh, by the way, I think you should talk to this person because he does really good work with design work. He can help your marketing. He can help you stand out. So that becomes more than just a warm introduction. It it's almost becomes a hot introduction. And that, like you said, that having that person say that helps your business. It helps you get in the door easier. It's no longer a real quote-unquote cold call. It's now what they call a warm introduction, or we like to have a warm introduction and a handshake. So it's really interesting how that works. The other thing is you were talking about tiers um 
we actually have an individual in our group that went four or five different tiers. And what that meant was she got the referral internal. That person, it was a real estate person, that person knew somebody else in the family that was selling the house. What was funny is they ended up selling the house to somebody else in their family. So she not only she dealt with that, but then she also helped that individual sell their other house. So it just kept going beyond that. And that's the power of that referral, where if it had been a lead, she might have called that person. They might have been, oh, I don't know who you are, and just hung up. So that's really, I think, the difference between BNI referrals and some of the leads groups that are out there. Right, and some of the strengths within BNI outside of the referrals and the fact that it's a closed network is pretty much the accountability. Uh, Michael Eisner, who, who wrote the book Giver's Gain and is the founder of BNI, says that we, when you're active in BNI, you got to treat it like a business. You got to make all the meetings or send someone to substitute for you at the meetings. You got to uh, participate. You got to, uh, you got to give referrals and follow up on referrals that come into you. And you got to make sure to celebrate your success, to share any closed business uh, with the group, and to know that other people are effective in what they do. So you got to make sure to report out all of your participation. That's where BNI is successful as a business. Because if you don't, if you're not that active, if, if you uh, aren't following the rules, they'll open up your seat to another professional in your field. And that, part of that, I know because of being vice president of, of my group currently, we have bylaws, we have a record keeping. Um, a lot of what my responsibility is each week is to record how many referrals come in, how many uh, meetings, which we call dancers or one-on-ones, which is basically have a meeting with somebody else in the group to learn more about their their business, a- and to record how much money is being passed in the group. Um, one of the things that we were very fortunate in 2013 and 2014, we were actually a million-dollar-plus group. Um, now, I'll be honest with you, there are groups out there that are two, three, four, or five million dollar groups. Um, a lot of that has to do with their location, how many people they have in the group. But it also has to do with how well the group works together and how well they they take the idea of BNI. Um, it, it, it has been really fortunate to have that as a group. And I think you're right. The accountability is something that BNI takes very, very it thinks it's very important and it's the accountability. It, it's the idea of taking it as a business. Attendance is key. Uh, it's funny because we, we talk about this in, in our BNI group from time to time that in the bylaws, there are suggestions for how many referrals a week or how many referrals a month. There is not a suggestion. And when it comes to attendance, it is, you can only miss three meetings in six months. If you miss that fourth meeting, you're gone. And that's the difference between some of these other groups that attendance isn't the major focus. We laugh because I think BNI really has only two really strict rules. Make sure you pay your bills, meaning pay your your yearly dues and pay your room dues. The other one is make sure you show up or make sure you have somebody there. Like you said, a sub. If you violate that stuff, they will remove you. 
if you struggle with referrals or, or you struggle with having meetings and stuff, the idea is to help you with that, not make it a pressure point. But obviously it's important. And then we've had discussions whether referrals should be something that is required or not. But I think the idea is they know that smaller businesses such as you and me may come into a group and we may struggle for a little while trying to get referrals. Well, if there's a requirement and I can't meet it in the first three months, I'm going to get discouraged and I'm not going to want to be there. So that's where the accountability of the group is important too because you want them to kind of put pressure on each other to grow that group. So one of the things that was really interesting when we were close to a million dollars in 2014, there was a lot of, hey, get your referrals in here. Hey, help me out. I, I want to get us over that million dollars. So it becomes a really cool group effort when it gets into that situation. That's right. Can so you... short of sounding like a paid advertisement for BNI, there are other <laughs> there are other groups that you can network with. Um, each one has their strengths and their detriments. Um, your local chambers of commerce, there are different style groups. Um, there are ways that you can buy leads, and that's that's not really a, a referral service, but you're you're making bids on contracts and projects. Well, I think I think you're right. I think one of the things that yeah, we we do sound like we're an advertisement for BNI, but I think it's because we both have seen great success with it. At the same time, it they're not the only groups out there. There are leads groups out there. There is the chambers, like you said, and it really comes down to how much effort you're willing to put into it. If you put the effort in, it will work. But you really got to work at it, and it doesn't have to be a group either. That's the thing that I think is important is like I have a meeting next week with an individual who reached out to me. I did a, a rather large rebranding project for a local um, nonprofit and she found out about it and she had worked with that group as well. And she said, you know, I, I'm not looking to sell you my product. I'm not looking to buy your product. She goes, I'm more interested in being a resource, meaning that she wants to network. So it's been kind of interesting to now have people after doing business locally, reach out to me to meet, not for a business necessarily, but to network, to, to make a connection, to learn more about each other, which is basically what BNI is designed for, but you can do it outside of BNI as well. And I think that's important to realize that take the idea of BNI and use that, walk up to business owners at a luncheon or at even if you have to cold call and say, hey, you know, I'm just interested in sitting down and talking to you. It's not about selling to you. It's about finding out what you do, what I do, and how we might be able to help each other. It does bring us back to kind of our goals with Rookie Designer 2. We will be sharing resources with you that have worked for us. We will re uh, share resources that we think in theory might work. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys what types of things you do and what works for your business. Yeah, especially, I mean, if you're in a BNI group, let us know, because that's one of the things that I really enjoyed. I went to Las Vegas to do a uh, pet sitting conference. I was doing a, a talk on branding and logo design, and when they found out, out some several people in the group were actually in BNI groups, they were like, oh, so are we. And so we actually connected through the BNI website. So if you're in BNI, let us know. But yeah, if you're in other types of networking groups, 
let us know what they are and what you think of them and and have they helped you are there things that you'd like to see work better but yeah one one of the biggest things with rookie designer and i think this is what carl and i missed with doing it was we want to help you guys we want to share what we've learned in the, the couple of years that we've been in business and how that could help you and we always want to hear feedback on that and what is working what's not working i mean we may have ideas that are completely off the, the wall and crazy they might work for you or you might think we're crazy one of the two i mean that that's half the fun of sharing this but definitely give us feedback because we always like to hear the feedback um there's a couple different ways you could do that um first of all uh facebook we're on there uh it's been crazy we haven't been active with the actual audio podcast but we continue to see people like our facebook page for rookie designer and that's awesome that means that we're still out there that people are still finding us so hopefully that'll pick up a little bit um and that is actually at facebook.com slash rookie designer um you can also find us through email if you want to email us at info at rookie designer so please definitely give us feedback because we, we want to hear what you think um i i think at this point we've talked about bni i think that's really good but carl why don't you share what what have you been up to i have been busy i don't know when our last podcast was i think it's <laughs> somewhere like a year and a half two years yeah yeah i either way i am now working um full-time in a uh location in the seaport district of boston it's in the leadership training sphere, so I'm learning how to talk to people, how to ask the right questions, and I'll introduce some of those tools to the rookies as time goes on. Um, I've been working a lot in the virtual learning space. Um, I'm working with learning designers and how to design for Adobe Connect, which we can talk about in a future uh, uh, space, uh, podcast. And I've also been uh, learning a lot more from lynda.com. So basically, I'm the lifetime student because I'm, I love the learning space and I love sharing my knowledge. And some people like to listen. So when I have an audience, I'll talk. <laughs> that's great. And that's true. Yeah, I'm the same way. I think as a designer, you kind of you have to be always learning. And, and that's part of it is that you, if you're not, you're going to not beyond the edge of what is really going on. And I think you're right. Virtual learning and, and what you've been doing sounds really interesting. And I think it sounds like there's a lot more of that going on. I think there's a lot more of the virtual meetings, virtual project management, all that stuff is going on. I mean, for example, the fact that you can be in the Boston area and I'm in upstate New York it's basically the same idea. It's virtual podcasting. And that sounds ridiculous because podcasting is virtual. I mean, you can do live shows, but that's the whole idea. Um, so I think that's really interesting. Um, I personally, one of the things that I, I've been trying to figure out is what was missing in my design career. I mean, I've been, I feel like I, I've had a very successful year and a half. Um, I did some rather large branding projects. Um, like I said, I did one for an organization locally that I actually went in, met with the board, did the whole board proposal thing for the first time and talked to them about how they wanted to go forward because they knew they needed to rebrand. They weren't sure 
if they wanted to change the name or just the look and all that. And I actually had to help them with the name, help them with the ideas of how to rebrand. And I went, I, it was funny because I started with doing rebranding and I was, it, I got into things like planning the launch party, making sure the sign was covered up before the launch party. So it was really interesting to be involved with an organization and not just do design to kind of do a whole bigger picture. And I think that's part of why my 60 second for BNI goes back to providing solutions because it wasn't just, here's my ideas. This is what we have to do. It was, here's a couple ideas. Let's discuss how this works. So that that's been interesting, but there's always been something missing in the last year and a half, two years. And I think what it was is personal projects. My personal projects were getting pushed to the side constantly because I was extremely busy. And I realized that that had to stop. So Carl and I, I, I think we took the paddles out and we zapped Rookie Designer and then we walked away. And, and it just didn't happen again. And and then we, I, I actually, the podcast before this, I recorded in January and said, okay, we're going to do this again. And it didn't happen. So Carl and I have made a pact that we will be doing this going forward because I think we both missed the side project of having this to do and we enjoy doing it. it. It keeps us connected as designers and as friends, but it also allows us to talk and to be vocal about what we're doing, what we're learning and how things are going for us and how things are changing as well as it's kind of cool to have an audience that I know several of you are excited to hear that we're coming back. So that's kind of nice to, to have that. Um, what kind of side projects have you been doing? I know you're involved in all kinds of different stuff. Actually, I've been doing, um, I'm the artist alley and vendor coordinator for another anime con, um, which I'm stepping down from because of my commitments with wanting to do rookie, wanting to do more of my freelance work. Um, I still work with a game convention in February. That's a lot of fun. Um, other side projects, I'm I'm just trying to learn uh, more about where my field is going to take me. I am trying to launch a tech blog site, which I, I'm very excited about the name. Um, launching that should be a nice process because I'm learning Adobe Muse while I'm working with it. Nice, nice. And uh, pretty that's, much just enjoying life. That's that's one of my goals. So, so you're gonna tease us that there's this new tech pod, or tech blog, and you have a new name, and you're excited about that, but you're just not gonna share it. Oh no, I'll tell you. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm just not gonna commit to when it launches. Um, actually, the name I was amazed it was available as a .com is called Tech Boss. That's short for Technology Boston. Huh. T-E-C-H-B-O-S dot com. Now, currently I have an article written for Rike, which is a collaborative uh, project management software thing. That'll be my first post. But right now I need to do the logo. And I say the logo will design itself, but I actually still need to put some pick, push some pixels to get it done. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's really cool. That, I, yeah, I'm surprised that was available too. That seems crazy that that would be available and, yeah, and i know you and i are constantly talking about other projects that we have going on i mean i i've been trying to get 
into the video side a little bit. Not as much recording it. Well, not as much being the guy behind the camera as much as being the guy who has the ideas and and helps a buddy of mine who does video recording put those ideas together and what we can do with it. So we've got some things going on that he and I are working on. Um, so there, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on, but one of the biggest things that you and I wanted to do is commit back to this. It, it is crazy to think that this podcast is on 143 right now, but yet it has been around for years. And, and I would love to see us push this over 200 quickly and, and make it more regular and make it something that we commit to. And I, and I think we both made that decision to make that happen. That's right, and I think that it, it'll be a combo of us talking to one another to share our ideas. Maybe there'll be a, a five-minute bit every now and then. Um, we're just going to become more active and more committed to doing this. We're committed to meet at least once a week, um, yep. what, whether that's to record or to just discuss the next podcast. We haven't decided yet. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're going to do this. It'd be nice if we could do a weekly recording. Yeah, which I mean, that, that's my goal, and part of it is simplifying the things on my end so that hopefully we can make that happen. Now, I realized when I introduced you at the beginning of the show, I don't think I told people what the name of your business is. Oh, yes, Holy Carp Design. That's uh, Holy Carp, C A R P, design.com. Okay. And mine is actually graphicprecision.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jake Van Ness. Um, what other, do you have other areas that people can find you? Sure. I am active on Facebook because I think my business kind of benefits from that. I am on LinkedIn as Carl Grabacus. You can find me there. Um, and I do have a Twitter uh, handle, but I actually don't post to it all that much because I'm not sure that it would help me personally. But I would post to uh, rookie design at Twitter if we had one. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure we have that. Um, again, not very active because we haven't been active with Rookie. Um, I I think that's a good spot to end this show. I think it gives some people really good information about BNI. Um, again, if you guys are in BNI groups, definitely let us know. Get connected with us. We're, it's always cool to, to hear people, especially if you're – in other states or heck if you're in other countries let us know if you're in bni um i know some of the biggest active groups are overseas so that'd be interesting to hear about um i think that's a good place to end the show you have anything else carl no i wish everyone well it's good to be back and uh looking forward to talking to you guys more and remember everyone's a rookie before they're an all-star 